Hey, everybody, I'm Kelly Ellers. And I'm Jeffrey Lunnan. And this is Volume Up by The Tease. This is our second episode, and I can tell you, Jeffrey, I've been waiting to get back behind the mic to chat with you. But first, let's get some quick housekeeping out of the way. If you haven't yet, please check out our first pod featuring Ray Civello, former global creative director of Aveda and founder of the new brand, Color Space. Jeff, Ray is amazing. What did you think of him and the new brand? Let's hear it. Ray had so many incredible things to say, uh, so much experience in the industry, and we're looking forward to color space. I got to tell you, I'm really interested in his pizza nights that he was talking about with his son and his family. That sounds amazing. Plus Star Trek, just the dream. Uh, but in terms of color space, the line, I got to say, I'm really, 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 really excited about their lighteners. Um, I just went blonde myself, did it DIY style, and I might be keeping it up. And I'm always interested in seeing sort of what's out there. Uh, so looking forward to seeing what the, the Lightner's about. With him and Lupe Voss at the helm, I, I think like there's only going to be good things. Uh, and if I'm still blind in January, I'm definitely going to give that a go. I love it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait to see what color you are then. Because your hair was dark brown last week, blonde this week. The promise is real. The ever-changing color. But if you liked last week's episode, make sure to subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions to volumeup at thetease.com. On today's episode, we talk about what's new in the beauty industry this week, updates from thetease.com. And we've got an amazing interview with Jen and Matt, co-founders of Canvas Me, who are also real life wife and husband. This is a two-parter episode. We talked about so many different things. Uh, so stay tuned for part two in the coming weeks. But Jeff, it's not just our second podcast today. It's our first recording since, dun, 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 the election. <laughs> the election results were, or were not confirmed. <laughs> How are we feeling? You know, we're feeling things, truthfully. Uh, Biden won, according to most everyone, with the exception of, of an important person who's, as we know, refused to concede at this point. Uh, there's lots of jokes on the internet about coups and that sort of fun thing that we didn't think we'd be talking about this week, I don't think. Um, I don't think anybody thought they'd be talking about a coup. Uh, it's a coup. Or not a coup. Or not. It's <laughs> um, a coup or not a coup. Coup or not to coup. I think if I focus on some of the other historical things that have happened, a lot of firsts happened, which are incredible. Mm -hmm. Our first female vice president elect, our first first lady elect having a full-time role outside of the White House. My favorite is ladies, make sure you're wearing shoes because there is broken glass everywhere. And that is my positivity update for this podcast. I love that. Looking on the bright side of things, uh, the stuff that we can all be excited about and know to be a fact. All right. So Jeff, what are some other things you've been thinking about this past week outside of the all-consuming election? Do you have a bone to pick with anyone? <laughs> Let me know. I've got a bone to pick with people that are still not wearing masks right now. Uh, so in the U.S., we are in the throes of the coronavirus pandemic, probably worse than it's ever been, um, according to a ton of different numbers that tell us as much. Uh, and really, we'd love it if people would just wear masks in public. It's not that hard, right, Kelly? You're wearing there's masks so many, when you're out there. There's so many options. So I have many. so many options for my family, for everyone. Let's just wear the mask. 
and agree that we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. What are you up to? What are you watching? What are you digging into when you're not freaking out about the election results? You know, I guess what I'm loving right now is is the duo, another duo that needs some press right now. And they're doing some wonderful things. The husband and wife team behind the leading vaccine for COVID-19. I mean, what do you think they talk about over dinner? Anybody's guess. Uh, <laughs> hopefully not the coronavirus, but I feel like right now they probably are, which would not be super exciting. Maybe they're binging Emily in Paris like yes. you Hey, Emily in Paris has just signed on for a second season. So bonus on that. I'm living my old Sex in the City days back. It's strong, strong throwback to Sex in the City. I get Sex in the City carry vibes with her typing into her laptop and all that. Did you see the Netflix meme that Emily is supposed to be pronounced like Paris? I did. The Yeah, I did. That, that, that was tough. That was tough to that take. That was rough. I actually said it out loud to myself a couple times thinking, no. It was not MLE in Paris. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's Emily. No. She's in Paris. So Jeffrey, the editorial team at the T's, they've they're been hard at work uncovering industry news. There's a lot of things happening from Ulta having many store locations now in Target, some really cool brands um, and products that have launched. Absolutely. Love the team. I'm going to run through some of the things that I think you guys should be checking out on thetees.com if you haven't already. Some of my favorites. Uh, first up is that R&Co, which many of you know and love, uh, has launched a new sustainable line called R&Co Blue, or Bleu, depending on how we're going to do this whole French pronunciation thing. We love, love, love them at the Tees. They've got a whole new line of things, which include shampoo, conditioner, stylers. Everything is in recyclable packaging. Most of the packaging is made from post-recycled consumer stuff, which is also fantastic. Uh, lots of aluminum. The ingredients are non-toxic. Sales benefit reforestation efforts. And everything looks so damn good. Uh, the packaging, just, just wow. You've got to read more about it on the site. Check it out. Uh, for the whole thing. And we know that they're going to be launching later this month at Neiman Marcus stores and on rnco.com. Next up, 17 drugstore products to add to your grooming routine. This is another fun article up on the site. Uh, the tease editors love a listicle. I love one. We all do. Who doesn't? Uh, this piece on men's grooming is really pretty exceptional. Runs the gamut from shampoos and conditioners to styling stuff and shavers. Uh, shout out to Blind Barber in particular. One of the items on the list is a favorite of mine, their sea salt spray, which is incredible. It works great, but it also smells really good. I have been known to use it as a room spray, which is not what we're advising you to do in the listicle, but you know, it's a cheap buy and you should scoop that up immediately when you go to Target next um, or Ulta in Target, as Kelly alluded to. All right. So next up, I had to comment on the curtain bang trend because the last time I was getting my hair done, my awesome stylist, shout out to you, Amanda, said, you know what? I think we should cut the curtain bang. And I said, go ahead, let's do it. And I haven't styled it the same since. I don't know how to style <laughs> the curtain bang, but I have it. Just want you to know I am completely on trend, albeit I may not look like it right now. You should definitely check out that article. We talked with Paige Ruick, uh, who goes by Pink Dagger on Instagram, uh, all about the trend, all about how to get it, all about how to style it. Uh, love, love, love that piece too. Another article that you guys have got to check out, if only for a good laugh, is one from one of our fantastic editors, Emily, called I Self-Tanned with Bali Body and Here's What Happened. 
we know that everything that's old is new again. We've talked about this a lot. I just bought Uggs, for example, which I'm not ashamed to say. And, you know, self-tanning is one of those things that is never really gone away, uh, had its heyday, but it's definitely back for, for the tease editors. Um, and Emily, as I talked about, painstakingly details every single thing that she did to prep and enjoy her tan with her Bali body products. Um, and it's just a fun read. You guys got to go check that out. I mean, I love me some self-tanner. Not going to lie. Um, I'm going to have to try this one out. A warm winter glow. Nobody needs to know. All right. So there's so much going on over on the site. Thank you to our hardworking editors on thetease.com. We are really proud to continue to support stories that we know salon professionals and consumers care about. I am so excited to have Jen and Matt Martinelli, husband and wife duo from Canvas Me joining us up next. Their story is incredible. We're gonna learn a lot of tidbits about their incredible platform and how they're helping to elevate the beauty industry. Listen to part one now, come back for part two later. Jen and Matt, we are so excited to have you here on Volume Up by the Tees. Let's get started by introducing you first uh, to our listeners. So today on the podcast, we are interviewing Jen and Matt Martinelli, husband and wife and co-founders of Canvas Me, a professional portfolio, mentorship and career solution for salon professionals. I have to say to both of you, it is clear to me since we've known each other for a handful of years, uh, your hustle is real. It always has been. I love the husband and wife duo, <laughs> and I love entrepreneurs that are just bursting with enthusiasm and passion for their brands that they're building, and that defines both of you. So it's an honor to have you here. I also have to mention that Jen and Matt are on our incredible Tease Council that's made up the industry's best subject matter experts. So happy you're sharing our wisdom on a monthly basis um, on recruitment and mentorship to our audience. So with that, Jen and Matt, again, thank you for being here today. I'm going to pass the first question over to my co-host, Jeffrey Lennon. All right. The first question. Uh, the best entrepreneurial ventures are born when someone identifies a gap or a need in an industry. How did you find that gap for Canvas Me? Yeah. So I think it just comes with years of being in the beauty space, um, years of experience in the beauty space. Matt and I both previously held high positions at a software company in the beauty space. And so really just having that one-to-one um, -one conversation with thousands of salon and spa professionals in over 32 countries daily. Um, I ran marketing and education, Matt ran public relations and communications, and really just kind of honing in on all the day-to-days, right? And all the, all the struggles and all the, you know, everything that, that salon owners are going through and really being on that pulse, having that finger on that pulse with them. Um, and the daily conversations every day, all day long, from no matter what size business owner they were, was how do I find talent? Um, and it was an answer that we could never answer, right? Because there was no solution at the time um, until we created Canvas Maine. And we realized it wasn't just about finding talent, right? It was about finding the right talent. So we were able to really get deep with these owners and understand that the reasons of why they weren't having growth and having good retention numbers when it became to their staff was because there wasn't a platform that allowed them to really be able to search talent based on their business needs, right? So again, making sure that not only are you finding talent, but the right talent that fits your culture that's going to be your lasting and loving employees throughout the journey, right? So that was the biggest issue. And we, we saw it firsthand with people having walkouts or toxic environments, right? So being in the forefront of that was really an eye opener for us. 
other creative industries have similar solutions, right? There's like Behance for designers. What are the unique challenges for salon professionals to display their portfolio and skills? So one of the major challenges that we're solving is, right, like job boards have been out there for decades, but what we're coming in and solving is the creative needs a digital platform where they can showcase and highlight from a video perspective, from an imagery perspective. How do we showcase and highlight not only our work, but then how do we, you know, showcase who we are as humans and tell our own story through video and then leverage those on our portfolio so that we can find those right cultural fits. Um, you can't find that with the Word doc resume. The Word doc resume does no justice. And it's funny because we're proving that every day we have students, cosmetology students that are creating profiles. And when we show these to owners, they're like, I can't believe she's only been in school for a month and a half. Yeah. It's blowing their minds because I think for the most part, we're underestimating certain talent, certain people and, and their skill set based off of words. But once we see them sh shine, in a digital way through video and through imagery, we get a whole new perspective. Yeah, and I think if you even take it beyond the artist and really focus on the business owner, what we've identified too is what they're really looking for when they're hiring talent and what's gonna make them more profitable, what's gonna allow their business to grow. So our platform really hones in on the specifics that business owners need when they're searching talent for their salons, spas, or barbershops, right? So when your our portfolio is a little bit different from those other industries because they're really, really focused. So it's KPIs, retail, retail numbers, average ticket, client retention, what cosmetology school would you go to? Everything you can want from a, a career perspective or education perspective that's mainly focused on the beauty industry, we provide. So there's so many different filters and there's search queries that business owners can leverage that really target their specific business needs. And that's where really it differs. Yeah, but I also think like when you ask a business owner, especially in the beauty space, they're like, okay, what's your number one criteria for your next hire? What are you looking for? Nine times out of 10, they're saying, I want somebody that has a growth mindset. I want somebody that's a team player. I want, right, they're all these soft skills. How do you highlight soft skills in a Word doc resume? It's really challenging. And so what we offer is the ability for these artists as creatives to show up as a creative and highlight their work in imagery form and video, but also show up as themselves as humans so they can create videos introducing themselves and talking about some of their accolades, but highlighting what they're looking for in their next opportunity that they land. Yeah, so, you know, it gives, it gives us a lot of joy too. When we go through our demos and we onboard schools, we actually show some of our member portfolios and we show these videos and I don't watch the video. I look at their faces, the people that are watching and they all light up with a smile. They're all smiling. Because they're watching these videos and they instantly connect with this artist or their student. And I'm like, and I stop it. And I'm like, guys, do you see your face right now? Yeah. Like you're smiling because you instantly are connecting with them. And yeah. you can't do that with a word doc resume. And so it's funny because like a lot of people introduce us and they're like, oh, Canvas Me is an e-portfolio platform. Like, yes, it is a way to create a digital portfolio as a creative in the beauty space. That is what it is. But at the end of the day, when you look at these portfolios, these are people's stories. These are their journeys. These are their dreams. And you can really get intimate with somebody in, in, in a really awesome way of co deep connection by just viewing their portfolio and watching their videos. And that is so powerful. And it just goes way above and beyond that word doc resume. To me too, it almost obviously humanizing the, the old school word doc resume too. Um, but I think from, you know, if I, I look at it from a, a media or digital perspective, you guys didn't miss any detail on the aesthetic of the site. It's beautifully designed. It's very functional. When you go to it from a, a layman's person's perspective and you look at it, you're like, this is super dialed in. And so first blush, I would be as a salon owner, very impressed with that overall aesthetic and just just bringing their, their sense of 
style to life. So it's very well done. Thank yeah, you. thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, there's there's two things we knew we had to hit when, when we built the platform. One, it has to be super easy to use, right, and user friendly, but it has to be beautiful. Yeah, right. For this beautiful industry, yeah. right? Um, and so yeah, and so that was a, a challenge somewhat, but um, making it simple and yet beautiful. Um, but I think we nailed it in that we have these beautiful portfolio templates, and then it's up to the artist to create their canvas and really shine in terms of who they are as humans. So tell me a little bit about, you know, you mentioned the reaction with like beauty schools and beauty students. Is there any case studies that you want to share with us on, you know, hey, this one was really unique and different situation or scenario or having a Canvas Me really helped this potential candidate achieve this? I'd love to know kind of how you brought that to life. I think what, what really kind of is kind of opened our eyes to the power of the portfolios. Obviously, we thought it was a need, but you're right. Until you start using it and working with brands and seeing the, the results, do you really get like a full picture of it? So early on, I think we were probably like four or five months in and um, we were approached by L'Oreal brands, both Mizani and Pulp Riot. They were looking for national educators and they had heard about the portfolio and the power of the video and they wanted to see if it could help them find artists to be educators from around the country in all different states, but in a much quicker way, right? They were dealing with some issues when it comes to like the time it took to vet candidates and vet artists and, and vet them as educators. So we, um, we actually helped them both find over 60 national educators in less than 60 days uh, because of the power of the video. And what they were able to do um, was get really specific when people apply to be an educator. So they were able to say, upload a video, talk to us about why you love the brand, talk to us about what products you love from the brand, and then talk to us and show us how you're using these products on clients today. So they were able to do that all under five minutes and they were going, they were vetting these candidates. First of all, they were blown away by the content, number one, but they were able to see so many people from around the country and it just took, and it took them days to vet them all and hire over 60. So I think that was a huge testament to the power of the portfolio, portfolio as well. Yeah, and I think it's also about like the massive reach that you have, right? Like, so they were in New York City and they were able to vet little old like candy from like Missouri or Miss, you know, like can't like anywhere in the world. You could have been anywhere and you could have just brought your A game to your beautiful canvas portfolio, uploaded the video requirement that they asked for, right? They asked you to use the products and talk about why you love the brand. And you're able to create that video right from your iPhone, upload it to your portfolio. And they were able to apply for these mega brand opportunities. And so really, I think that was really so powerful because we were seeing candidates that we might not have seen without the leveraging a beautiful platform where you can showcase and highlight your best self as a creative and as an artist. And so um, they were, they got tons of applicants willing to bring it, right? Like you have to be on your A game. If you're going to create a canvas portfolio, you are the elite because you're putting that effort in to show up and shine. Um, they got a lot of candidates, a lot of awesome storytelling when people were talking about using their brands, which was really powerful and that video requirement. And then they were able to hire 60 people because the vetting process was shortened. So, uh, you know, by massively, by just being able to have that entry, you know, almost like that vetting interview was almost eliminated because you're able to watch, how is this candidate on camera? How are they educating me? How are they introducing themselves? Are they comfortable? Are, do they know their stuff when they're, you know, doing the technical part of the, the video? So there was, it was able to really facilitate that in such a massive way that they were able to hire so quickly. So that was really, really powerful. Yeah. And I think we, we touched base with all of our applicants, right? And I think we talked to them a lot about that. We're seeing that 
more people are applying to our Canvas Me opportunities because they finally feel professional and confident in what they're applying with, which makes total sense. And we never even thought about it that way. Like so many people, so these brands were missing out on so many great candidates because they were, they didn't know what to apply with. They didn't, they didn't feel confident submitting a Word doc resume or how do they stitch video or do they show their social media channels? They didn't know what to do and you're seeing that a lot. So now when they create their portfolio, everything's cohesively in one place. They're uploading these amazing videos and they feel really beautiful and confident and professional and it's, you're applying with a click of a button. Yeah. I mean, that was for an educator opportunity. So we're seeing that happen on a massive scale, but even from a mentorship perspective, right? Like we all talk about like everybody needs a mentor. And it's funny because like I had a mentor two years ago that completely changed my life and I'm forever indebted to her. And so I always talk about her, like every opportunity I get, like she changed my life. I'm an entrepreneur now because of her, but my mentor has a mentor and her mentor has a mentor. And we only up our game and we only get better by learning that the people that have walked in our shoes before and have done this, right? Like we can accelerate our game so much faster if we could just learn from mentors. And so a big component of Canvas Me is about matching with the right mentor. And so L'Oreal, and there's been a ton of brands that are really backing this mentorship program um, and they're offering some of their top educators to be mentors on Canvas Me and the power of that has been really awesome and just one of the ment mentees that was uh, we connected with a mentor ended up uh, you know doing the experience with her but now she created this amazing connection and these are not just like everyday mentors these are like mega brand educators with a big following and so that mentee got to work with an awesome mentor um, then she was able to talk about the experience during her interview she was hired right on the spot because it's just a powerful way to really get roll up your sleeves and and get your hands you know in in the game and get some experience so that that has been a really really powerful not only is the mentee excited but the mentor is so grateful because they're like oh my god it's like you get so far in your career and it's like now what well, now I can become a mentor, right? And Canvas Me allows me for that opportunity for that next piece of growth and giving back. Um, and so both sides are always so happy and grateful for the experience um, because being a mentor is an honor too. So, so it's a re really cool opportunity on our site as well. Yeah, I love that. I think when we, you know, talked a, a while back, that was a, such a cool component because you mentioned, you know, someone maybe in the small town in the Midwest, which are incredibly important states, how do they get access to the coast, right? Or to the bigger markets and where sometimes the higher profile educators or creative directors or artists are located. And so, you know, I think back and if I go way back, my mom was a salon owner and stylist for 40 years and also in a small town in the Midwest. And how could she ever dream or imagine to be connected to someone like that? So you're opening the doors and possibilities that it must be an incredibly rewarding feeling to see those come to fruition. Yeah. It, it really, really is. Like that is one of the favorite things that we do at Canvas Me is we just kind of hear everybody come back. We had this one girl that called us and she's like, I got a call from L'Oreal and they were trying to recruit me to be a makeup artist. Is this real? You know, and oh she gosh. didn't send out her portfolio. She just had her portfolio live. And you know, it's like you start out with a dream and you build it, right? And you work so hard to get people to understand what it does and the power of it and to share their stories. And then you start to see the magic happen. It's really, you know, overwhelming. And it's really, really awesome to just see how it all comes to life. Yeah. I think too, you know, these types of digital tools are and simplistic digital tools for the end user, you know, are allowing the industry as a whole to be elevated, right? So, you know, you think about it's, it's unnatural to have a Word doc resume for a creator, right? An artist wouldn't come 
with that. They come with their portfolio. And so I just think it's such a a really cool industry innovation that you guys stepped up to the table to create for the industry and, and to elevate our industry and craft as a whole. Yeah. I mean, it's so exciting. And and just to see how people get so excited creating their portfolio, right? Like that's the part of the fun of it is they're able to create these beautiful portfolios and then they can share it with the world. Like they're not just looking at their local communities. They're taking that link. It's like their mini website. It's their portfolio and resume on one and they're sharing it with the world and they're being seen and they're being celebrated. And I think that was the big component that's missing. We talked to a ton of even cosmetology students that are just starting out they're the future of our industry. And we're telling them like, Hey, you know what, you're going through all of this crazy work and you're, you're doing, you know, you're, you're getting your license. You're, you're doing all these certifications and you're participating in all these hard things that are really awesome accomplishments. Where are you going to celebrate that? Well, now you can celebrate it on canvas me, you can post it. And so we're starting to see a whole new level of like artists, even at the school level where they're going, Oh my God, what, what are the certifications I can be getting? Right. It almost becomes a game to like, collect all these things and put them on your portfolio and then share them with the world. And like Jen said, what's cool about the platform is anything you put on your portfolio is searchable. So all those cool things, whether you're submitting for Naha, whether you want a Naha, whether you're on the Dean's list, like all of that stuff you're putting in your portfolio is searchable by business owners. So if you're a business owner in Missouri, you're like, show me all the candidates within a 25 mile radius that have been a part of Beacon or have won a Naha award, you're gonna get a list of candidates. It's really celebrating these people allowing them just to showcase all of their hard work, just like the corporate world has LinkedIn to showcase their work. Right. A lot of it's not just for finding jobs. It's just like, hey, these are the cool things I've done. Right. right? And now they have that as well. And that's what Canvas Me does. It's, yeah. it, yes, you can find your forever home, but it's about all career enhancing opportunities. It's about networking. It's about building a community. It's about celebrating your work. It's about so much more than just like, let me build this to find my full-time job. Although yeah. it does do that too, right? Speaking about how to build these portfolios, how does somebody go about doing something such that they are able to be picked up by somebody that's looking to hire in the Midwest or on the coast or what's needed for an end user to have a really high performing uh, application or portfolio? Well, we've made it really easy on the back end. So they're just answering questions, drop down boxes or inputting imagery. But I think we teach and we educate a lot of our members on just the importance of being real. That's the bottom line, because the more real you are in your portfolio, the more you showcase your values, your goals, your dreams, that's where you're better going to align with business owners that can get you or help you achieve those goals. We talk to so many artists that land these opportunities that go into salons or spas or barbershops that aren't happy because they're not finding the right people because maybe they weren't 100% truthful. They weren't asked the right questions during the interview process. So again, that's why we love the video. That's why we love the, the template of the portfolio, because it allows them to showcase who they are more importantly, I mean, as an artist, yes, but more importantly, as a human. Yeah. Because that's what people are hiring. They're hiring the human. Yeah. And so just as much as we humanize the artist, we also humanize the business owner. And so it's so important to us because we want you to, yes, understand what your own value is, values are, what your own, what your purpose is, right? Like really aligning with your purpose and what does that future look like to you, but then also aligning with yourself with that right business owner. And so because we humanize the business owner through video and through imagery and through all the things we talked about, um, I can really choose 
the right opportunity that aligns with who I am as a person from, from a goals perspective and from a purpose perspective. So we really make those beautiful matches because everybody's humanized. And then we're able to say like, okay, that does align with me and what I want to do. And then they can apply for those opportunities with a click of a button. And so we're eliminating, you know, you talk to Gen Zers, they're not going to spend more than 30 minutes or 10, we're going to spend more than 10 minutes on your online application, answering a million questions. Right. And so we've made it really seamless where we're humanizing everybody. They're consuming content. They're consuming video, right? We know we love to consume video, which is why YouTube is so popular. So they're consuming video. They're understanding. Yep. I can work with that person. That is what I, exactly what I want to do. And then they're clicking a button and they're saying apply. The business owner is getting a beautiful cohesive portfolio and, and looking at a human. The, the person that applied feels really good that that's in alignment with what they want to do. And so that's really the magic of the platform and why it's so seamless is we humanize everybody. And then we make it really easy to, to, to apply for the opportunity. But to your point too, it's again, it's about that education. Like we teach them, we're like, listen, you need to put your values. You need to be real because you might love cutting hair. You might be an awesome barber or an amazing stylist and you love cutting hair, but your dream might be, be the best father you could be or the best mother you could be. And you need to align yourself with the businesses that'll help you get to that goal, right? So if you're, if there's a, if you're a salon that wants you to work till eight o'clock at night, that might not align. It's not going to make you happy because you want to be home with your family. So again, those values, those things that are really, really important to you, right? You need to be able to portray on your portfolio. So you're making those matches. So you guys have been talking a lot about business owners um, and that this platform allows them to look for their ideal candidates based on the portfolio matching and all of that great stuff. How have things or have they shifted with the pandemic that we're all living through? We know that there's been shutdowns all over the place. This has been disparate across the states. How has that impacted how people are interfacing on Canvas Me? Yeah, you know, it's funny. They say timing is everything, right? And I think as terrible as this pandemic has been, it's a perfect time for a digital platform, for a digital platform that talks about e-portfolios and recruitment opportunities, again, not only for just the salon owners, but all stakeholders that we deal with, which is schools, cosmetology students, right. right? So from the virtual learning perspective, these poor students were like, how do I get in front of a business owner right. when I physically can't get in front of a business owner? So the digital portfolio handles that, right? And then, and then maybe the business owner doesn't want to, even in a couple months from now, maybe they don't want to go into the school apps, right? Because it's, you know, we're still social distancing. And also now we can be in front of somebody without physically being in front of them. But a lot of what's changed from a business owner perspective is now the scheduling is all different, right? Like we have less clients, longer hours, we're open on more days, right? To accommodate you know, the social distancing and all the other mandates, we're starting to see that they, they need to add stylists, right? For certain schedules, or, you know, maybe they had a stylist that now needs to be home with their, with their son or daughter that's homeschooling. So we're seeing all of these moving parts and, you know, maybe stylists that have been with us for years can't come back for, you know, who knows when, or they can only come back certain days because they have to deal with all this homeschool, you know, homeschooling and so distance learning and all this other stuff. Um, we're seeing them plug those holes um, with, with people on our platform. Yeah. And what's what allow, we're allowing them to basically have all those interviews that they would have done in person over the platform too, because if you do like somebody and you're like, wow, her work is amazing. You can literally just reach out to her via the platform and say, Hey, can you upload a video of your blog technique? Can you upload a video of your color, or your cutting technique? I'd love to see that before we make a decision. And you can do that all through the platform. Right. So again, you're kind of revolutionizing the way. And I think this is going to continue that way because it's saving them time effort and energy anyway. Right. Why bring them in? Regardless, yeah. Right? They're super busy, especially the owners behind the chair. They have so much going on. So they don't have to bring them in. We actually were on a, um, a call with a, a school out of Connecticut and they brought on 10 salon owners from a local area 
and they were virtually to, virtually and they were trying to like talk about new students and they were hearing about the platform and we were sharing our por the portfolio they were like blown away yeah um, so all the students that were on the call, we were just sharing all their portfolios yeah. and everyone was like, oh my God, this work is amazing. Right. And so it just really empowers you to have a voice and be seen in a digital way without physically getting in front of people, yeah. which is what we find challenging right now. Great. That's a great point. What would you say is the best use case for salon size for your platform? So three to six chairs, larger, multi-location, like where's kind of your sweet spot uh, from that perspective? You know, it's we're seeing everything. We're seeing all we are. We are. We're seeing everything. We're working with everybody from Gene Juarez, who has 11 locations in Washington, to people with two or three chairs, right? So it's really just dependent on what they're looking for. I mean, obviously, from the platform's perspective, you can choose whether how many, you know, whether you want one opportunity posted or, or multiple, right? Um, for different locations. But yeah, we're really seeing, especially now as things are starting slowly to get back to normal, if I say normal. Um, but yeah, we're seeing people that are just all all demographics, all locations around the country and all different sizes. Yeah, big or small. And I think they're starting to understand the value of the portfolio. And so we actually have this one salon owner out of Denver. She's actually an awesome micro influencer, like in her town of Denver. She's like really well known and a really awesome salon owner, but she will not expect, accept any applicants without them going through Canvas Me. And because she understands the power of the, the digital portfolio, because if you can imagine, you know, I, I used to hire people all the time. And I just, I remember having a stack of inter, of resumes, like sitting on my desk. And I remember I'd make notes on that. I'd call them, I'd make notes on them. And then it's like a week later, I kind of forgot. And it's like, did she show me stuff? Did she send me a link in my email? And I'm going back to her email to like watch. It was craziness. And so now you can really just leverage the, the platform and you have all of your applicants and their portfolios in, and their resumes all in one place and you can launch to each person. You can still make notes, but the power of the platform helps you just, you can really go through all the portfolios. Yep. I remember her. We talked about this. This is, you know, this is her work. Here's her social channels. I can launch to her social channels, right? It's just one cohesive place. And so it just becomes a really powerful tool and people are starting to see that. Um, and so, yeah, so that we have salon owners that are just like, we won't accept any other form of resume because if they're not willing to create a canvas portfolio, well, then they're not in it you know, in this game anyways. And creating a portfolio is fun. So I don't know anybody that wouldn't want to. Yeah, I mean, one, but but we are seeing that, that smaller salon, that three to five chair salon really benefit a lot too, because most of those owners are behind the chair. Yeah, and they don't have time. And they just don't have the time to like track applicants and really review them. So the platform is a lot for them. It's saving them a lot of time. Do you know from a results perspective or how many interviews have been booked or portfolios created or, you know, obviously we're in a shaky time right and i'm sure that you're seeing it on an upswing like we are with the industry as a whole but would love to know kind of if you're feeling good about where you're at and and some of those data points too if you have them yeah i mean we're we're growing every single day we have mm -hmm. new members we have thousands and thousands of members across the country which is really exciting i think we're now just starting to get into really focusing on getting those job opportunities on canvas me i think with covid over the last four or five months we really wanted to be sensitive with that um, so we're now we're starting to see people come to us and say, I really listen, I need to find people. I need to post opportunities. And we're seeing people with on average an applicant a week coming to their portfolio yeah. to coming to their and applying and it's being creating their, a portfolio applying or updating their portfolio and applying. The cool um, thing about the platform too, is it's, it's just beauty pros, right? It's not like the other recruitment platforms where you're getting people from all different industries. You know that someone's applying and they're from the beauty industry, which is exciting. So, um, but yeah, we're seeing an uptick in, in all of that. And obviously the member, the member growth has been, um, I think the last two months have been our highest in terms of member growth, which has been really exciting. Mm -hmm. 
Speaking of sensitivities, hiring practices are under review in all industries now that the Black Lives Matter movement has shown a brighter spotlight on the importance of diversity inclusion. Uh, that's very much the case for the salon professional industry, as we very well know. Uh, how does Canvas Me support those efforts for salon owners and for salon pros that are looking for more inclusive homes? Diversity and inclusion is a cultural buy-in, right? So like you're going you're gonna to match with better cultural fits. And so if there's a culture out there that already inc is, is inclusive, right, of all of that, you're going to be able to discover that through the video, through the platform, right? So our platform helps humanize who you are and what your culture is like as a business owner, right? And so it's our job, too, to educate our members that if that's, you know, that's something that you should be looking for. Those are the questions you should be asking. It's also our job to educate the salon owners that are creating portfolios on our platform to really highlight those diversity, diversity and inclusion cultures through video. And so we always talk about, you know, your employees are your best advocate to hire the top, top more top talent, yep. right? And so how can you highlight those employees? How can we talk about those things? How can we humanize all of those ways that you, that you, you know, you are somebody that has that culture. And so really the, the value of the video, right, helps you get a glimpse of that culture and you can really be authentic as a business owner and, and people are coming on there and they can, they know, like, are you authentic? authentically have that as your culture um, or are you just kind of like faking it and talking about it because it's a hot subject and so I feel like those are the questions that we need to start educating our members to start asking right what does that include for you as a business um, but also really highlighting the, that inclusivity through your video on your business portfolio on Canvas Me. But I also think business owners need to get really real with this, right? And if that's something that, that they're really huge and they're really standing for, how are they doing that even throughout their local communities? Because I think that's not only important for that, that next hire, um, but it's so important even from a consumer standpoint, right? Like our consumers care about diversity and inclusion and how you are you know, doing your job um, as you know, a company in that community. And so um, I think we all need to get that hat on and really kind of highlight what those things are that we're doing and be really transparent with that. And you can do that through the use of video um, on Canvas Me. But the, the platform is a tool. Um, it's really up to Matt and I to start educating um, the importance of that and how to highlight it through the use of video. Yeah, and I think also we're doing a good job of making sure that all of our mentors are from different cultural backgrounds as well. So they're getting a massive diversity when it comes just to be able to choose like can I, can I work with this person? Can I have an opportunity to be mentored by this person? So we're making sure that we have all different brands and backgrounds and, and um, content that's going to gear towards every type of culture, right? which I think is important. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had a ton of content on like textured hair, right? right? Like a ton of mentors um, that were willing to teach and educate. And so I think the education piece and the mentor piece is a huge component of even just understanding, you know, what that component means and, and how to, how to do all that. Yeah, so we just had a, a mentorship with Jamal Edmonds, who's an educator for Mazani. And one of the, someone applied and was like, and I was like, why did you apply? And he goes, because I yes. love what he's doing from a cultural perspective. He goes, and going through school, I felt like I wasn't really taught enough on, on textured hair. And he does all these different things from extensions to textured hair and balayage. And I feel like as a black man, he said, I wasn't taught enough. And I felt like he could really get me to places where I didn't think I could be. Right. And he ended up winning that mentorship. He right? did. So yeah. I think like, again, having those mentors on a platform that are diverse is a huge part of it. Yeah. And I think also we're seeing like movements of many communities 
because we were able to match that mentee with that mentor and they both had similar struggles of like nobody taught us textured hair in school or nobody talked about this enough when we were in school or did this in XYZ. We're building these massive, these mini movements of communities that are able to like find each other. We're talking about the power of Campus Me to create mini communities that is empowering other communities. How can we harness that power to make a difference within the salon pro space? You talked a lot about mentorship, informing mentees and helping them to feel really empowered in their own communities. How can we bring this to, to real life? Yeah, well, I think number one, we're doing a really good job of bringing on a lot of diverse mentors when it comes to the platform, all different types of cultures, brands, product learning. So I think we're doing a really good job there. But what I love about the platform, honestly, is really leveling the playing field. Growing up in, in, the, in the industry and really seeing there were so many amazing artists that no one knew about. They were in small towns, they were in the middle of nowhere, and no one knew about them. And they were incredible artists, right? So I think now you're leveling the playing field. And so we just had a mentor with Jamal Edmonds, who is a Mazani brand educator, who just selected somebody from a small town in Virginia. And he's based in Washington, D.C., so now you can really not only have digital mentorships, but now you can travel if you want, if you're close enough to be with these people in these small cities that you never thought you'd have an opportunity to work with. So I think it's really cool that 70% of our members are willing to relocate. And actually, if you're say in Detroit, right, and you were dying to cut hair in LA, if you put on your portfolio that you're willing to relocate to LA, business owners in LA will, will find you, you'll come up in their searches because you've tagged California in your portfolio. So now you could be seen on a, on a national level. And if you're in a small town in Virginia, but you're dying cut here in LA, someone's gonna see you from LA, right? right? So again, that's something that we're bringing to the table that again, when you talk about inclusion, you talk about leveling the playing field and, and really being seen, it really does a good job doing that. Yeah, but I think even from just like a storytelling perspective and, and uniting these like micro communities within Canvas Me. We had this one girl that was a queer girl that was felt really uncomfortable in the barber setting. She wanted to be a barber and she was really uncomfortable because she was a female in a room of males, right? Who are typically barbers. And so she was sharing her story on Canvas Me. And it was funny because literally a few days later we had somebody else come on and she's like, listen, you know, we were talking to her and she was like, I'm building my portfolio, but I feel really uncomfortable because I'm a girl and I really want to be a barber. And it's so awesome because we were able to inspire her by sharing her the story that we had from another member, right? And so we're, we're uniting and creating these like-minded people that stand for something unique um, and inclusive and amazing. And we're empowering them to shoot for their dreams because they all feel a certain way and it's all the same, yeah. right? And so how can we empower them um, by other people through others' stories on Canvas Me um, to keep fighting for that dream, right? Because we, we all have been there one day um, and we all overcame. And so how can we inspire them to do the same? And so that's what's happening. Um, it's really, really powerful. And the magic is really awesome to watch. Yeah, we talked to him a lot about, you know, even just the people that we listen to, like Dean Graciosi says, make your mess your message. Like we tell them that it's a huge part of their portfolio is to be proud of who they are, stand in their power. And that's definitely going to help them find those connections throughout their career. Yeah. Right. And so we talked to them a lot about that. So that's, it's important. Yeah. And not that I'm going to keep rambling, but I have to tell you guys. So the other day we were interviewing, we had Jamie Wiley, who is a educator for purology, super awesome. Right. And so I'm looking at her and I'm looking at her work. And so we're like, let's, she was a mentor and we're like, let's do an interview with Jamie and let's talk about who she is, why she chose the beauty space. And it's so crazy because these stories, like the stories are the magic right? Like, yes, the work is important, but the stories become the magic. She started telling us that she was like, she was in the army. 
she ended up marrying somebody in the army and like all of her, like everything that she went through in the army and then she got out and then she became a hairstylist, right? And the power of that story, so awesome to see, right? And then we had all of a sudden all these people that were in the army that came out that were beauty professionals applying for her opportunity. Like it was so magical. It was like, oh my God, I'm an army wife and I, you inspired me. And so really guys, it is so magical just to see from a storytelling perspective, because you see Jamie Wiley, she's an awesome educator. She's like on stages. She's, you know, a purology educator. You think, you, you know, what you think of her is not really who she is until she gets down there and she starts talking to everybody on a really human and personal level and gets so deep. And then it's like, you're forming all these mega connections. You're like, I had no idea you were in the army and you were an army wife. And, and it just becomes so magical. Yeah. Um, we had a ton of people applying for opportunity just, just because of her story, but yes, because she's an awesome artist. I love that. I think, you know, digital places are, you can always find those niches, the niche in the digital communities. And it sounds like you're, you're carving out multiple layers of those, which is we all need all of that right now. Right. And one of the reasons that we wanted to start the tease was to make sure that we were pulling those stories, those unheard stories and experiences to the forefront, not just the mega mega influencers and artists and creators, but those who are making a difference in, in communities and life communities, right? So I think that that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely something that we're so passionate about. It's so funny. I take people on a journey of my, my journey on discovering my purpose. And every time I get a chance to be in front of an audience, I talk about how I discovered my purpose because discovering my purpose came from a deep place of my childhood, right? Like going back, right? Cause that's where your purpose starts. Um, but um, it changed my life. Once I discovered my purpose, it changed my life. And so um, it's funny because a lot of your purpose is tied to some of your traumas as a child. And so that's why we teach people to be so real um, on our platform because, you know, I would, you know, as a child, my mom had me at 17 my immigrant grandmother raised me who didn't have a voice, right? So I remember at the young age of eight, big part of my childhood was helping her translate and figure out the world in America. I remember helping her write checks. She couldn't write in English, right? Um, I remember also being the youngest, right? And I was also the annoying one. I'm sure a lot of people who are the youngest can really resonate with that. But, um, you know, really, really digging into that past and honoring that young version of yourself and who you were and how you felt, right? And so I started to realize like through this purpose discovery exercise that I take people on, um, I started to realize as a child, I felt like I didn't have a voice. And a lot of times I felt like I didn't belong, right? Because here I was, I was raised by my grandmother who didn't even speak English. I couldn't even have play dates because she didn't know how to communicate with the, with the person's mom, right? And so really thinking about how I was so different from the rest of the world and I've never felt like I was good enough. But I also became the adult version of me who would stop at nothing but to give people a voice. And those stories are so important. And that's why we really coach people to share those stories because, you know, A, it comes from a place of connection, but B, you believe me when I tell you, I will stop at nothing but to give people a voice because of my past, because of my traumas, right? And so it's so, so powerful to start to see that magic come together because, you know, prior to even discovering my purpose, I felt like I was somebody who, like I almost had like this like level of shame from my past. And so really kind of educating and coaching people to share that from a place of empowerment really kind of breaks them through, breaks them open um, to living out their best potential. And that's really what Canvas Me does. Jen and Matt, you were absolutely inspiring and phenomenal. Thank you so much for joining us here at The Tease. I love how you are forging forward for our industry, 
for the professionals coming out of beauty school and also for the salon owners. I mean, Jeffrey, what was your takeaway? I mean, the innovation is next level, loving that you can actually match up people in the best way. So salon owners can look at candidates and see a ton of information about them. And likewise, that salon pros can be like, hey, this salon actually looks like it could be a good fit. Um, I think that, you know, it's 2020. Let's increase the transparency and Canvas Me does that. So gotta love it. Layered on with the fact that they have the most incredible mentorship program in the industry that I've seen in a very long time. So kudos to the brands that are out there bringing their top talent forward to mentor the next generation and then double down on the kudos for Jen and Matt to making it happen, bringing it to life. I cannot wait for you guys to hear more from them soon. And remember, if you haven't listened to our inaugural podcast, episode one with Ray Savello, please do so. It was fantastic. Jeffrey, I'll see you next week. Bye guys. Tune in next Monday for our interview with Gina Charbonnet, publicist and communications expert focusing on social justice. Gina is a force to be reckoned with. She's worked with Essence BET, the NAACP, the National Democratic Committee, among many others. And now she is joining the Tease.com family as an editorial contributor. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease. And send in questions to volume up at the Tease.com. 